Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey y'all, welcome to Pink Shade. It's Tuesday and that means we're going to talk about 90 Day Fiance. Today's episode is going to be season 10, episode 8, Do You Take One Another? Kimberly, how are you? I object to all of the (laughs) Have you ever been to a wedding where anyone objected? No, actually. Have you? No, but I've always wanted to be at I one know. where there'd be some drama. Me too. As long <laughs> yeah. as I'm not involved in it, I would love yeah. to see that go down. Me too. Please I love let us know in the comments if you've ever been to one and tell us the whole story. Oh, I love it. I would love it. For a while there, we had people sending in like crazy stories or like questions and stuff, and we would read them on Patreon. It was super fun. Oh, I love that. Um, but that rolls me into um, a little bit of announcement here that you don't even know about. I'm telling you right here, right now. Oh, my God. So for a while uh, last year, Aaron and I were doing um, Next Door, and this was the theme of it. It sounded like this. Everybody warn your dogs. Here it comes. Hi, neighbor. Hi, neighbor. What do you know and what do you say? So that was our Next Door uh, segment and we loved it. It was really, really fun. But with all the changes and everything going on, I just haven't been able to keep it up. But I was thinking out loud, I was like, I'd really like to bring that back. And so lots of people wrote me, you're like, please bring it back with Kimberly. Oh, really? Yes. You were requested specifically. So um, I think so in the new happy. year, yeah, in January, starting in January, we're going to bring back the next door segment. It's going to be on Tuesdays. And um, if you ever find a fun, like a next door something, you let yes. me know and I'll do the same. And then we'll just, we'll, we'll each bring one to the table or just one good one to the table every week. We can have a little next door segment. Um, and I know next door, every post seems to devolve into yes. um, anti-police or pro-police uh, <laughs> racism, uh, casual racism or just outright racism. Um, sometimes mm -hmm, mm -hmm. really strong feelings about people who suffer from drugs or, uh, homelessness. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, We get a lot of that. We get a lot of that. Um, and really strong feelings about like whether stop signs should be added. Just that seems to be really on people's hearts and minds and they've prayed about it and they really don't feel like, um, our social liberties should be taken we shouldn't have or be forced to stop i think that i think that getting some um la next door will be yeah real good for us the ones the ones that we've had around here really revolve a lot around there was one that went on for weeks and i would update it every week because there would be 30 more comments every week this went on for months and it was um what we call the waddle and toddlers (gasps) 
um, because somebody was trying to go to the to the local park to play tennis with a buddy, like, hey, meet me down at the tennis course that's you know at the park. And they were mad because there was like a mom there letting her kids like ride tricycles around. Um, which by the way, I used to do as well when my kids were little, go to the tennis course, there's nobody yeah, there. Let the kids let the kids uh-huh. let them just run around. It's a big playpen. And uh this one guy was like real mad about it. And people were like, Well, if you're not using it, like, why do you care? And if they left when you got there, seeing that you're there with your tennis racket, so they yeah. left, why do you care? Oh my God, this guy was furious. He would go and like take pictures of the signs where it'd say like, no wheeled vehicles on the court. It was like, it's literally like a plastic scooter. The kid is two. <laughs> it's not like a Trek mountain bike, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, then we had that. And then one day I found, I found it myself and took pictures of it because I was so invested there was another one that people got real mad because they were driving home and they were just driving, just, you know, it was a hot summer day. They were driving along and as they were driving home, they were accosted <gasps> by, by shirtless babies. <gasps> what? Throwing water balloons at their car. What? And I was like, babies ba- showing their little boobies, their little nipples. <laughs> running to their your car with water balloons? With water what? That is like acid, it burns. And people were like, oh no, so it's what, part of nature and yeah, it's water. Those people were like, so what you're saying is you're just yeah, driving a home. Gang, a gang, <laughs> a of gang of toddlers attacked your car <laughs> with water bullets. People were like, it was very upsetting. We're like, no, I don't think so. People are very upset about sidewalk chalk. We get that quite a bit. Oh my God. Um, yeah. So I think that we do get, we do get a lot. And these are the ones I really love where people report on uh, speeders and yeah. it'll be like, this is your teenager. And I'm always looking to make sure it's not my teenager, honestly. <laughs> Only once have I ever known the teenager. <gasps> you did. And I, I did. And I screenshot the next door and gave it to John who said he told his friend Cole and Cole uh, had already gotten the talking to by his dad. So it had already made it already made it to Cole's dad before I even reported it. Yeah. My dad would be like, Kimberly, you're in the news. <laughs> Cole was driving erratically, cutting people off. And, that's and not that's good. Not, that's not good. That's not good. Yeah. yeah. I um there was a really good one a while back that I talked about. I think I talked about it on Patreon, but it's been long enough now it doesn't matter. Um because the the assailants were known to me. Um sort of sort of they were they were like what I would call the private school kids. They um these like three very drunk like college freshmen were home for Thanksgiving or Christmas this time last year and they were like I mean like I'm talking swervy drunk oh. and a lady was just on the sidewalk videoing them and they could see her she was like a lady walking her dog so she just stopped because they were physically with force trying to take out uh an apartment sign like the so-and-so apartment it's not like a force like a in-ground concrete sign and the three of them Which together was the apartments called like the balls apartment no <laughs> no it was just like this looks like that's, something we should try to sweet. no didn't have the word balls in it or anything. They, they just were just, wanted to sign. They just wanted it. And they were like the three of them together, like shaking it and then falling on the ground because they were so drunk. Oh, it was, I sent it to a friend of ours who also has children in that grade at the same private school. And they were like, oh yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> we know. 
<laughs> we know. So it was great. That was a really, really exciting one. I sent it to my kids. They were like, oh my God, that one kid's like on scholarship for lacrosse at da 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 college. I was oh, like, oh, I hope they don't see that. So then underneath all the comments were, that kid's on scholarship at so and so big fancy college for lacrosse. Did anyone send it to the college? So to people be a were total like, dick. Literally, people were posting the email address for the coach all under the oh. next door comments. What is wrong with people? You're it just goes. It just goes. Future. Yeah, That's, it just goes south. It just a, goes south. Saga Wiener's teenager, but you don't have to go actively ruining their. Future. They weren't able to get it up. The 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 sign. They couldn't get it out of the ground. It was like in concrete. They were like, okay. They pulled up like a. Um, they ended up pulling up like a lamp fixture that was like not attached to a cord or anything, and they walked off with it. And as they walked off with it, they approached the lady with the camera. And they were just like, hey, it's nice to meet you. I'm so and so. It sounds like they were very polite. They're polite. This is my friend Chet. And then they were like, I'm Officer Blart, mall cop. This is my friend Chet. And the lady goes, yeah, I know his name is Chet. I heard you call him that like six times. He's like, oh, that's how you do my name. She's smart, everybody. She's a smart lady. (laughs) It was now, though, and I really like those. I really like when it gets into like real close to home, but not quite my kid, because it could be my kid. Yeah, I'm not saying oh. my kid. My no, my kids aren't great. You know, I yeah. love it. <laughs> I love it. I cannot yeah. wait for this. Yeah, I so hope we're I not gonna ones and not I like hope you, horrible ones. Yeah, I don't want you to bring us any that delve into racism, please. No, <laughs> that, that's like don't bring me anything anti-cop, pro-cop, any no. any political. I don't want it. I don't oh, want no. it. My friend Jill has some good ones. I'll get some from her. She. Uh, tried to apprehend a Amazon package thief by oh. chasing him down the street. <laughs> She's a hero on Nextdoor. She's a hero on Nextdoor. Yeah, I'm sure she has some good ones. One time I posted something on Nextdoor because I really wanted to know. I had passed by like a cul-de-sac nearby here. It was t- t- Cul-de-sac only had like five houses. And so it was like three ambulances, three, you know, fire trucks. So I, you know, took to Nextdoor to ask what it was. And people were like, don't be such a Mrs. Kravitz. I was like, isn't that literally what we're doing here? Yeah, that's what I thought what yeah. it was for. I got shamed. I'm going to change my address on there. So I live in just one town over where it's like all the celebrities and nice houses. I want to see what's going on there. Yeah, yeah, because they won't, you can't get the information. You can, you can widen it. You can get a bigger area, but it won't let you go more than I think 20 miles out because it gives us a lot of Maryland stuff which technically is another state, but it's just right across the bridge. So gotcha. it is technically pretty close. Yeah. But I don't need to know about the people in Maryland. They're over the moat. I don't need no. to know about them. Uh-uh. Try not to go to Maryland at all. Really. <laughs> I'm sure it's lovely there. Some parts. Um, so Thanksgiving was good for you. Yes. It was acceptable. Okay. All right. Well, we'll take it. Um, and uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it yet. It's out now. It's out. The news is out. We're doing a Pink Shade, a Date with Dateline crossover. We're doing a Christmas movie called, you want to do it? Mystery on Mistletoe Lane. Sounds sexy, but it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Have you watched it? Yeah. No, not yet. I'm really Uh saving it. So all of my thoughts will be very fresh. 
I'm going to watch it again uh, the night before. So our event is December 13th. It's a moment, which you guys have, you know, you've done these moments with us. You've done it with other people. It's a, it's a virtual show, right? So the three of us will be in our three locations. It'll be fun. We're going to have special guests. Yeah. We're going to have prizes, trivia, giveaways, Secret yeah. Santa, all yeah. of it. And I'm we're so going to recap that, recap that. I don't know how we're going to fit in all that because it's been 11 minutes and we haven't talked about 90 Day Fiance yet. So I don't know how we're going to fit in all of this. Right. It's going to be a five-hour moment. Well, we're going to try to keep it to an hour and a half. The special guests are going to be told they only have like four minutes. Yeah. That limits who we can ask to be special guests. Right. We have to be friends with them enough to be like, you're going to have to keep it short. And people who don't talk a lot. So not me. I won't be the special guest. So no podcasters? No podcasters. Isn't that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's going to be fun. And by the way, lost their voice. Uh, Kimberly and Katie, if you have a special guest that doesn't want to like appear live, they can just record something like, hey, everybody, da, 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 da. And they can like unwrap a gift and do, they can do like a whole thing on video and Ingrid can drop it in. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. We did that last time. We had, um, I believe we had Veronica. Oh, we yeah. Had, I remember we, that. We had Darce and Stace. No, just Darce. Just Darce. Um, Not married? Hmm. Oh, yeah. She she and Georgie Newface and Darcy Newface got Newface married. They got new faces and then they got married. And then filtered the their new faces. So it's filtered a new, those new faces. New face. I new. almost wish there was a filter that would go back to pre-surgery faces on people. Like Nikki Exotica could use it. It would be a filter that it would be called regrets. And it would, you would filter your face. Like everyone's just filtering themselves so they all look like whatever, dolls. And this would reverse it. And then we could remember what Darcy looked like when we first met her. Yeah. Then we wouldn't have to search the internet for these old pictures. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It would just, yeah. Yara looks like a completely different person. She does, but she, people really like have gone on her about that. But I really think it's just a nose job. I think it's a no. It's the nose. It's the hair. Maybe she's the hair, yeah. different makeup. I mean, she, I think she's so beautiful either way. Um, yeah, but agree. It, yeah, I think whatever you want to do. But there's some people that might need to spend the money on therapy, and they know who they are, <laughs> or they don't. And that's part of the problem. Just oh forego one of the surgeries. Yeah, and invest yeah. in a good therapist. Do you know what I, um, something popped up because this is the kind of thing I talk about. It popped up on my Instagram and I sent it right to, I send things to myself on text. That way I'll know where to find them. Oh, I emailed um, myself. Yeah. So I emailed myself this so I can show it next time I go to get Botox or whatnot. It's a way that you can do Botox in parts of your nose. So like for my nose, it just like points way down Yeah. And it'll lift, it'll lift it up a little bit. So it doesn't like go down and point. Oh, it's getting worse that. as I'm getting older. Yeah. Oh, I want that. I want it too. Okay, you've told me about some good things. I know. Listen, although I'm that girl. that didn't work for me, That's the lip flip. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're like me. It, it, it's like you don't have a lot of top lip to start, and neither, and neither do I. It didn't do never. Anything. Yeah, never did. Yeah, you have to like actually get the filler in your lip, and if you can stand it, it's so worth it. But it just really hurts. Yeah, it just really hurts. I um I got it last time I got it I was like almost totally put under for something else and I had him do it so unless I'm going to have another surgery I won't be doing it again oh my god 
it hurt. It just hurt. It just hurts. And you have to like gear yourself up for it. And then at least for me, when I've gotten there, I chicken out. I'm like, I know I said I was going to do it, but I can't do it. I can't do it. What I really need from your listeners is um, advice on age spots. I want, I've done a chemical peel. It didn't do, or an acid peel, one a laser yeah. peel. It didn't do mm-hmm. anything. I need just a good cream that will help with these brown age spots. I've got one. Okay, great. Okay. It's on you guys, not to promote myself, but I guess that's what we're doing here. Um, there is an, I have an Amazon shop list, yes. whatever. You can find it on pinkshadepodcast.com and it's on there and it's called Faded, F-A-D-E-D, Faded. And it's in a pink tube. And literally it was like, I watched a TikTok or something for people at Sephora or Ulta that work there. Yeah. Like things, things that work that you don't know about. And they yeah. walked around like, like the people that work there, like these are my favorite things. And that was on the list. And I bought it and I think it's working. It's not like fast. Yeah. But you do, I do it every night. Yeah. And I've been doing it on my husband has one above his eye. So when he um, gets near me, I slap it on his head real quick because <laughs> it, it's offensive to me. You can go and they can do that cold spray on it and it gets rid of it for a while, but they will come back. Oh. Mm. But they do that cold you spray. Scar yeah. Scar on it when they do that? No. Oh. It just like flakes awesome. off like black and flaky. Yeah. And then it does come back. But then if you put that stuff on it, it really helps. Okay. Thank you. For okay. That. Well, that was Cosmetic Corner. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, so that was the announcement. We've got the the date. What? I don't even know what we're calling it. We're calling it a shady date. A shady date. line. Shady datey. Shady datey. The right. link for tickets is below. The tickets are $15. They'll be 17 day of. And if you're in Patreon or Supercast for either one of us, you will get in your email a promo code that will take it down to 10. Yes. Okay. Save save five bucks. All right. Shall we quit chatting and get into this episode? Okay. Okay. All right. So do you take one another is the title of this. They're just going through the vowels and I'm not enjoying it. Um, Let's start with Sophie. And Robert, okay. um, we're 68 days to wed. We're getting cl- getting a little closer, getting a little closer. Are they married? Do we know? I have not seen. All I saw was that she got a makeover. She did. Well, she, she did new hair. Yeah. New hair and it looks great. Um, yeah. That's all I saw. Yeah. That's uh, all yeah. I really care about. I mean, I the want hair. her to get away from Rob, but I really also want her to address her hair. She did. Beautiful. She's addressed it. She's yeah. addressed it. So um, they're going on a special date that Rob has planned. She doesn't know what it is. She's in quite a get up. She's in um, purple genie pants, cream colored heels, a cream colored corset top. I didn't understand, but I was like, good for her because I can't. Well, I couldn't. No. I couldn't wear any of those items. No. So there you go, uh, including the heels. So she's happy that he's planned a date, but she's like, you know, at the same time, he's really hurt me and he doesn't have to do these expensive things. He just has to be nice to me. That's all like, he's asking. It's a low bar. Low and bar. And he still can't meet it. Mm-mm. So they go to like this Airbnb apartment situation, I guess. Um, and there's a sign on the door that's... I, I, literally paused it and walked up to the television to get close to look at it. And my husband's like, what exactly are you doing, grandma? You can't see from the couch. I said, I can't see what it says. I have to get real close. But it says like, take off your shoes, wipe your feet, use the towel if you've been to the beach. It's a very cute apartment. But from that duct tape sign to the door, I was like, oh no. really took away from it. I was really, that lowered the value of that property by at least a thousand dollars. 
But I mean, all you got to do is go to Kinko's or whatever and get, or sta- is that Kinko's still a thing? Staples and get it laminated and put mm-hmm. on the door. Like you don't have to mm-hmm. duct tape it. Maybe he's hiding like a big hole in the door or something. Um, but she says, um, oh my gosh, it's so cute, Rob. And he's like, yeah, they love the ocean. It's so magical. It's super cute. And she says, you know, being romantic doesn't mean expensive. Just be like nice and consistent. He used to be so nice to me all the time and write me these like paragraphs about how much he loved me and our life together. He doesn't do that. He was trying to get laid. That's true too. Yeah. Um, And he's like, guess what? This place has an indoor bathroom. And she's very excited. And she's like, you know, there's very few places that have the bathroom outside. So this is like, again, a low bar, a low bar. He also keeps waving that single rose that he stole from a neighbor's yard in her face. Like, remember this rose that I got yesterday? Do you remember this Uh, rose? Yeah. Aren't I great? I got you this rose. Hey, look, does it still smell, this rose? He's he's bringing out all the stops because he got caught with that porn on his phone. Yeah. Yeah. He needs to just keep showing her the proposed, the dance, the dance routine. He needs to break out the dance routine. That would smooth things over. I'm hoping on the tell-all that we're actually going to get to see like the whole thing. Yeah. With some music that is close to the music that he was playing. Sean Robinson, don't let us down. Please ask him to demonstrate. It's all Sean Robinson does is let us down, Kimberly. (laughs) It's all she does. I still hope. Like, I still have hope. I know. I do too. So he laughs about it, about the bathroom being inside. I mean, he laughs about it, right? He's like, yeah, it's okay. So they look at the view and he's like, you know, girl, keep working with me and loving me. Girl, I'm going to be my best. It's a little Justin Bieber-ish for me. Girl. So now they're sitting by the fire pit. They're having drinks and dinner. And he's like, I got your favorite food, this Indian food, chicken something. She says that was very nice. He remembered that she likes Indian food and we don't ha- just have to get what he wants, which seems like that's usually Funny. what happens. She's stuck getting chicken wings all the time. Ladies, yeah. raise your standards. If he won't demand even, your food, demand. demand what you want. And if you won't even split, like go back and forth on who gets to decide where you're ordering takeout from. I know. I know. Because he doesn't have a kitchen, obviously. Be your so, own Prince Charming. That's right. Your own Uber Eats. Put that on a t-shirt. So he says, I just want you to, you know, to know, and I want you to be sure that you know how much I'm sorry. And I I won't act like it didn't happen. I'm not going to do that. It was stupid. It was ignorant. And I understand there aren't levels to what's inappropriate. It was all inappropriate. Okay. So that's, that's good. That's that's good. That was good. Did yeah, I think I think just when he's confronted with something, he reacts terribly. He has yes. to take a few days to think about it to realize, like, I got I got to just own up to what I did. I can't just immediately be defensive when I'm wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. to to Rai to got into his head and told him straighten him out. Maybe um, somebody says that Tarai Tarai was on like you think you can dance or something. He was on another reality show about dancing. Oh. Yeah. I've already forgotten what it was. Oh, yeah. So, that, I saw that. And that, that makes them think they're all fake. Also, just everyone in LA has been on some reality show or another. What reality show have you been on? I was on a game show once and I was almost cast on a show about single gals living in a house. What was the game show? Um, I don't want to talk. <laughs> Please tell me. I'll tell you another time. It's a long story. It's really dumb. It's so dumb. 
But like you think people are going to go look for it and that's why you won't say no, it? No, I don't think they can find it. Um, no, I've just told the story, I feel like, too many times and people are bored of it. Okay, just say what the game show is and I'll move on. It's called Cram. Oh, well, now that begs a lot of questions, but <laughs> I said I wouldn't ask, so that's I won't. really dirty. You have to stay up all night and study stuff and you have to – you're in like a glass – a a window – like front storefront uh -huh. on Hollywood Boulevard. Okay. So like, that, so that you don't go to sleep? So that people can stare at you. So that like people – you can see all the people walking by and you're wearing pajamas and you're studying. You have to study a bunch of stuff and learn a bunch of stuff. And then when you're – you've been up for like 36 hours, you have to compete against another team and try to retain all the stuff that you've studied. That sounds very right on the edge of medical malpractice. <laughs> <laughs> Did you win? No. Okay. I lost. All right. I said I wouldn't ask more questions, so I won't. <laughs> okay. So we are giving Rob one point. We're saying there aren't levels of being inappropriate. It was all inappropriate. I shouldn't have done it. It was stupid. And he says, do you forgive me or do you think you'll be able to forgive me? And she says, I forgive you but I'm not going to forget about it. And there's um, no excuse. Like I'm here. So your excuse can't be, I was far away. We were mm -hmm. apart for eight months, whatever. There's no excuse. And if you do anything else like this, like I'm gone. And he says, I know, I know. She goes, and I'm going to check your phone from now on. And he goes, that's fine. And then he tells her something that I think he thought was deep, but it wasn't. He says, if you think about my mistakes of the past, remind yourself of our potential for the future. <sighs> What is that? Mm. I cannot. I don't know. She says, um, she says, okay. The dog is upset. That's okay. The dog's upset. That's she says poetry right there. He saw so that on a wall calendar. For sure. For and sure. there was like a mountain and someone climbing a mountain. <laughs> when you think about my past mistakes, remind yourself <laughs> of our future potential. Climb up the hill. So then she says, okay, make a toast to me. Not just to us. Make a toast to me. <laughs> His toast is the following. Girl, I wouldn't jump off a building, but I would live in a hobbit hole in the ground and cover myself with moss if I couldn't have you. Where is he? Is he trying to what? write a book of poetry? Is he a rapper? What's happening? Where is he? Get, why wouldn't he jump off a building also? I would be offended. <laughs> I want to say like, don't you already kind of live in a hobbit hole covered with moss? I mean, that's the hole would be like basically what you're pooping into. Is I mean, it's an outhouse. You're pooping into a hole with moss. Yeah, I yeah yeah. So he tried. Okay, he tried. She's like, oh, that's so sweet in your Rob way. So now she goes to a bar to Facetime her mom. The bar looked cool. It had all those taps along the wall. Why did so it say sour on the wall? I don't know. Maybe this certain beers are sour. Yeah, is that the beer thing? Is that a beer thing? Maybe. Okay. I, I'm saying it with confidence so mm -hmm. that you'll believe me. I have not a clue. Mm -hmm. So she's FaceTiming her mom. And I was like, she's out loud on her computer on FaceTime with no headphones. But I guess that's a weird time of day or they got permission. But either way, it's rude if they don't have permission for production. Yeah. It's rude. Although I do like her accent. So I would probably be listening. I, oh, I'd be listening. Yeah. She had the headphones. I'd be listening regardless of her accent. Yeah. So mom says, well, I've been worried about you. And it looks like mom got some new, uh, speaking of lip injections, I think mom got some new lip injections since last we saw her. Something's changed um, deep inside. Well, the camera was just too I close because it was just like so close. She's um, 
Yeah, I was fascinated by the way her mouth moves. And I know that sounds really weird and creepy. No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. So mom tells her, I haven't heard from you. I've been a little worried about you, which I don't think is true because I think she says she already, she talks to her mom like twice a day. Yeah. And she says, I was wondering, you know, did you get back together with Rob? And she says, well, I'm forgiving him because we were apart when all of this happened. And so I have to look at it that way. And mom says, well, here's the thing with him. All, one day it's all great. And the next day you say, you can't believe what he's done. Mm-hmm. So it's insanity doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. And she was like, well, I've told him like, this is his last chance. Like I'm here and this is the last chance. And mom says, but if he's doing that, how do you not think he's doing other things? So if he's doing this like online porn thing and getting these girls to send personal videos and stuff, how do you not think he's cheating in person basically? And she says, well, I know that he never leaves his house, which doesn't mean somebody can't come there, by the way. That's a great point. Uh-huh. And she says, um, three years ago, I was nervous in a cab, so we shared each other's location, and he never turned it off. So I've been tracking him for like three years. And then she says to the production, don't tell him. Nobody tell him. Oh, my God. I, I you think, think people on the show don't realize it's going to air. They don't do you think he knows? Them. Do you think I he knows? Think- I think he knows. He's pretty pretty savvy with a cell phone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he does a lot on that cell phone. Uh huh. Or guess what? He left his cell phone at home and went somewhere. I That's mean, the what you do if you're committing a murder on Dateline for sure. Ex- unless you're Brian Comberger and you forget, and then no driving away from the scene, you turn your cell phone on. Hmm. What you really yeah. need to do, as I've said, is have someone who is using your phone at home so that it looks like your phone is being used at home. It's not just. Mm. At home. Sitting there. Yeah. yeah. But you have to have someone who won't flip on you. So. Well, you can't tell that person I'm going to murder somebody. So use my phone for the next three hours. You can if it's like your mom. and she Oh, sure. Because your mom wouldn't mind if you were killing someone. I mean, some moms, my mom would probably be fine with it. She wouldn't, she wouldn't turn <laughs> me in. I know she wouldn't. She's already said she wouldn't. So I would encourage her to. I have a strong moral compass and I would turn in anybody. I would turn in you. I would turn in anybody. But your mom, no moral compass on that lady. No, None. she's corrupt to the core. <laughs> Joni, we don't believe that for a minute. <laughs> also, why is the mom not thrown in? Um, he just wants his sausage to explode because I feel like she wants. I thought she wanted that to become like a thing, like her catchphrase, <laughs> and then she's only said it once so far. And I feel like she needs to say it more if she wants that to be her thing. You know, like Steve Urkel, did I do that? That could be her thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, here's another phrase that she's trying to coin. She says, uh, you know, Rob, I found him so boring when he was uh, I was around him. He was so like, meh. But I guess he does make you happy 35.8% of the time. 35.8 is pretty specific. a t-shirt that has all of the percentages that have been yes. used on this show. So I'm yes. talking she's okay 70%. Or I'm mm-hmm. attracted to her 50% of the time mm-hmm. or whatever. All of I those. think I love her 50. There's somebody I else that her. said 55%. Yeah, yeah, I think her body is okay 60%. Okay. <laughs> so I want all of those. I'm, you know, 70% in love with her. I want them all on a t-shirt. I think 35.8 is the lowest percentage we've had on the show. And it's in terms of her happiness, 35.8 out of 100 is not a high percentage of happiness. I think if you're in a relationship, you need to shoot for 75 or above. I mean, that's a very – I'm not in a relationship, so I can't say 
but I would guess, I would hope you would be 75% or above. That's a yeah. passing C grade. It is. And sometimes that's- That's enough. Yeah. Like Those that of us C students. encourages women to settle. It's like, ladies, lower your standards. Just settle, <laughs> settle for a, a guy that's okay. You'll be happier. I don't know if that's true. I, I haven't seen that book that I wouldn't encourage people to read it. It doesn't sound, doesn't I, sound right. No, don't believe yeah. in that. Um, so mom says, well, you know, I've been looking at flights. So I'm going to come in a week or two. I'm just not going to tell you exactly when I'll just show up <laughs> at your hovel. And, um, is Sophie there goes, room in that hole in the ground with the moss? Is <laughs> no. there room for three? Is there a closet that I could live in like Clayton's mom? No, 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 no. There's not even a closet. He doesn't even have a closet. He no, he has rolling racks. racks. Rolling racks. So Clayton is living that his high life. Mm-mm. He doesn't even know how good he's got it. So mom's like, I'm coming in a week or two. And Sophie goes, mom, when you get here, you can't be mean to him. And Sophie says, you know, my mom didn't like how Rob was speaking to me when we were in Mexico. But on the flip side, Rob didn't like how my mom and I were arguing. So they were both fighting over who was treating me worse. <laughs> like, oh. Okay. I can't. Sophie, can we rescue her? What has go- what happened to her? See, her necklace necklace says Libra and in her Instagram profile, she's like proud Libra or Libra as fuck or something. So she's very into being a Libra. I'm a Libra and Libras are very all about the balance. And so this is not what they mean by balance. Two wow. people treating you poorly. Because it balances each other out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also what they mean. What a douchebag that he is treating her poorly in front of his mom, in front of her mom. Oh, like yeah. that, how, that just shows how badly he treats her in private. We've yeah. seen how he treats her in front of the cameras. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she says, I'm hoping when my mom comes, she can put some sense into him. No. No. She's not going to be no. able to. She's not going to be able to call him Rob the Knob and he'll just straighten up. And, <laughs> and then be like, you're right. You're right. I um, am the Knob. We have not met his mother, but we have met his sister. So we need to know what's going on there with his parental units. Can we get the sister? The sister, I really feel like could straighten him out. Yeah. She was nice. And we haven't seen the sister. And she's a wedding planner. And we're supposed to be seeing this wedding planning. And we haven't yeah. seen it. Yeah. We haven't seen it. Um, okay. So we are going to move on to a sausage that's not exploding. And that's <laughs> Justin and Nikki. <laughs> we have two. I thought you were talking about Clayton. Also not exploding. Definitely yeah. not exploding. Say you That's hate me so. without saying you hate me. Yeah. <laughs> so they are driving. Uh, she almost got ejected from the car slash he almost got ejected from the car. I don't think there was a consensus on social media what who he wanted to eject. I think it was probably her. I think he wanted to push a button in the middle and have her eject right out of the sunroof. Yeah. I still think he meant it in like a... James Bond, I'm just going to eject myself out of the car. I think you meant James Bond, I'm going to eject my passenger <laughs> out of the car. the car. Yeah. So he's there driving. It's very tense going to meet the parents. And he just goes, he points. Here's where I first saw how cows F each other. But he says the word. Um, I didn't. I, I rewound that twice. I was like, what is he talking about? So I guess that was a formidable moment in, when he saw two cows boning and learned about biology and the birds learned about doggy style i mean yeah, and, yeah. um is i mean that's a, how do they do that they're heavy creatures it seems very difficult um but i well, i don't want it 
I don't want to Google it because it will be. I don't want to think about it too much. But I mean, the one that's in the back is obviously putting a lot of weight on its own back legs. Yeah. Yeah. But it's got to hold on to the one in the front for some (laughs) friction. I hope the lady cow is into it because I've seen some videos of cows being inseminated and I don't like that. It feels like forcible pregnancy. Why would you watch that? Why would you watch that? On those like weird like farmer shows or like animal vet shows. On the animal planet. Yeah. Anyway. Um, okay. All right. All right. I really feel so strongly for the animals that I don't want them to be forcibly impregnated. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah. she's put – she is like, how am I meeting his parents when we literally – did we just break up? I don't even know what happened. It uh, does kind of seem like they broke up, but they're yeah. going to go meet the parents. And she puts on a big smile. She meets the stepfather and the little dog whose name is Jessica. It had like two names, didn't it? It was like just the St. Clair or yes. something. <laughs> yes. fancy. And then the mom hugs her very warmly and kisses her, and it was very sweet. And I was surprised. I thought from the previews she was going to be not as nice. Yeah. And the mom says she wasn't surprised at all when they got back together, but every mom worries about her son's mental health, and it destroyed him when they broke up last time and when he found out she was trans and the whole thing and he had to come back from America. It took him two years to get over it. And then the mom pulls out the photo album to show young pictures, which is very cute. That's Mm -hmm. such a mom thing. And some of the photos are of when Nikki and Justin are first together. And they joke that like, I'm so glad you didn't tear these up. And then she, they're joking about having torn them up. But she's Nikki says, I'm so touched that you kept these photos, that you didn't like burn my face out with, with a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. The photos of us together when he looked like Justin Timberlake, except he did not. He looked like Lance Bass. And it's not the right person. He looked like somebody else. Definitely didn't look like Justin Timberlake. Just, but maybe his old nose looked like Justin Timberlake. We don't know. Yeah, I still don't see the nose job. It's a good yeah. nose job. Yeah, his nose looks great. Because I can't tell. So she says, you know, I'm so glad you have an open mind about us getting back together. And the mom says, yes, absolutely. I remember everything, though. <laughs> In like this <laughs> vaguely threatening mob boss kind of way. And mm-hmm. Justin is translating everything and it's very good. And Nikki seems to not really get the subtext of I remember everything because she's like yeah. happily eating chocolate. Like, I remember what you did when you left me. and he was sad for a year. Yeah. Um, And then they put they eat chocolate and they're showing each other chocolate and they like she's like I love that you're so goofy and you're goofball and, and they kiss. And I was like that's all it took? Just chocolate smeared on your teeth. <laughs> All okay. of a sudden, everything's great. Back on. Wedding's back on. Yep. Ah, they're exhausting. So yeah. then Justin, oh boy. So remember how he's been saying, we both give equally in this relationship. You have given me a lot of money and I have gotten people to accept that you're trans. And that's an infuriating thing to say. That's essentially yeah. what he's been saying. And so he says to her, now you can see my work. This is what I made. I didn't have a job all these years that you've been sending me money, but this has been my job, getting them to accept your difficulties. I don't know. He's like, I've been mind melding my parents. That's what I've been doing day in and day out. 
Yeah. Like, do you, again, do you want a medal for getting right. them to accept her that they're, she's trans? I know it's difficult in that country and it's very conservative. Trust me, I get that. But you still have to have a job and make actual money. Were you doing that 60 hours a week? Because if you weren't, then you should have been having a job. I think that you're forgetting that he's a personal trainer. I need to see his hours. I need to see his time. <laughs> Just um, because you can do the parallel bars doesn't yeah. and show us your crotch uh-huh. doesn't doesn't make us believe that you're a personal trainer. Yeah. So his job has been acceptance, getting people to accept her. Um, and so he's a social buys- justice warrior. Right, exactly. <laughs> and she totally buys it. She's yeah. like, "You're right. Yeah, I need to be more understanding. You have really put in the work." And I was Nikki. And then she puts her legs <laughs> over his. Did you see this? Her yeah. legs are like draped over his while the parents are in the kitchen getting snacks. That is the in what are you doing? They're gonna start humping in the living room. It's just like she's just she just needs she's so attention. Sexual. She just yeah. sexual. She needs to be touching all the time. That's that's her love language, that's her thing. And I would not be able to be with like somebody like that for 10 minutes. I bet no. stop touching me and harassing me. Oh, and a couple me. people yes. said stuff on Facebook, which I thought was very good, which is like, again, this is the exact same thing that happened with baby girl Kimbali and Usman is yeah. the constant nagging and pressuring for sex yeah. is gross. And we would think it was gross if it was him doing it to her. And yeah. it's also gross when she's doing it to him. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's, and then she's also like shaming his manhood all the time. Yes. Like, why aren't you a real man? Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So Nikki asked the parents, how will you feel about him leaving again for the States? Which is why do they always bring this up? This is what got Devin, poor Devin crying in the middle of the uh, sushi restaurant. Yeah, and right. so I'm taking your son away. How do you feel about it? Please mm-hmm. cry. And so the mom gets so upset. She's like, I'm going to miss him. And so she leaves. She has to excuse herself because she's crying so much. And then Nikki feels badly and she's wiping her eyes with those fingernails that all I can think <laughs> about is how does she use the bathroom? Because I know. they're so long. Um, and then the mom comes back in. And then at that point, I realized the mom kind of looks like Nikki. Yes. And, and yes. He, he's older too. He, so he has chosen a woman that's older that looks like his mom. A hundred percent. When they first sat on the couch together, I was like, they look alike. They've got the same hair, mm-hmm. the same um, like big cheeks, right? Mm-hmm. I just mean like, I mean, I think Nikki's are in, enhanced, but the yes. mom has sort of a, a, lo- a, a lot of distance between the bottom of the eye and the top of the <laughs> mouth is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, they look very similar, very similar. Okay. So we're going to need him to go into some therapy. Thank you. Um, right. who's a therapist who studies edible complex. So she says, um, the mom says you're, you know, you're a piece of your child. You're the mom. How did she say it? The child is a piece of the mother. So when uh-huh. the child is away from the mother, you feel pain. Is that true? Mary Payne? Uh, it depends. <laughs> How much you like the child? Uh, no. Uh, you know, like when my kids were at camp, I would be like, oh, but I could, you know, go on the internet and look at the pictures every day and look for them in the pictures and know they were having fun. Gotcha. Uh, and you know, honestly, it's nice for the break. Yeah. For the break. <laughs> so too. But when your kid is 36, 
Yeah. You might be like, I, I can understand that you're going to leave because you're 36. Uh, yeah. yeah. I did my job. You're living your own life. Yeah. So Nikki says, you know, tell her that he's in good hands with me. And then I was watching with my parents, so I couldn't rewind because I would have been rewinding every second. So yeah. I think he said, she'll take care of me and other English words. The he, subtitle said, and other English words. Right. Did he, he said that to his mother. He yeah. said, yeah, he said, she's saying like, she'll take care of me, blah, blah, blah. Other English stuff. Yeah. <laughs> other English stuff you, you don't need. You she'll know how care. Americans are. They just go on and on with their yeah, words. words. Yeah. So Nikki brings up the trans issue. How did you come to accept it? Because I know your culture is so conservative. And the mom says, you know, times change and it used to be this way, but now it's this way. And we realize that everyone should be able to choose their own path in life and love who they want to love. And it's very nice. And very nice. Nikki says, so do we have your blessing to get married? Which was kind of the uh, Matt Sharp fake out moment from the previews. And the mom's like, yeah, of course. And then they invite them to a celebratory party with all of his friends, which I'm sure is going to be next week's drama. And mm -hmm. the mom says yes. And then he translates. She said no, because he's very funny. He is he very be. funny. He can be funny. Um, yeah. And all is happy again, even though they were literally just broken up 45 minutes ago in the car and he was ready to forcibly eject her. Uh-huh. But yeah. now it's fine. Yeah, now it's fine. Uh, that was so bizarre. But first of all, she was so conservatively dressed. It looked, looked like she was like, and her makeup was so mm -hmm. much softer. She looked like pretty woman going to the polo match. Yes. Yes. Did you work for the person that made that movie? Yes, I did. Did you work on that movie? Uh, how old do you think I am? <laughs> I don't know when that movie came out. <laughs> I don't know when that movie came out. You'll have to tell me. I think it was, it was late 80s, early 90s. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I guess even I was still in college. <laughs> <laughs> even I was still in college. I don't ever know stuff like that. I'm like, when did that come out? 2004? Yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't know these things. Okay. Yeah. All right. So um, I was going to tell you but that- But I worked in the musical that went to Broadway. So Oh. Yeah. And I know the writer very well and the director. Yeah, I work for him. Gary. Hmm. Look at you. Okay. So back to talking about Justin and Nikki. Um, what do you think about Nikki trying to get some holiday photos? How hardcore does she go to look good in a holiday photo? Okay, so what we know about Nikki's timeline is casual going to the park an hour and a half. Right. Getting ready to go to a nice dinner or club three hours. Mm -hmm. Holiday photos, I'm thinking six to eight hours. Of prep six to party. eight hours. Yeah. Right. So that would be rough. Mm -hmm. That would be rough for anybody involved with that situation. And so we can't control these aspects of the holidays. Justin, you can't control... Nikki getting ready for six hours for a holiday photo, mm -hmm. but we can make sure you at home, you, the listener can feel confident and camera ready. Not quite as much as Nikki, the six hours, but you can feel confident and camera ready for your photos because we're partnering with apostrophe and they're going to help you out. So apostrophe's goal is to help you feel confident in your skin. And this is whether you're dealing with like breakout or age spots that we just talked about uh -huh. acne scarring, Apostrophe can help you love the skin you're in. They're an online platform that connects you with an expert dermatology 
team and then you'll get customized treatment for your skin. A lot of people use this for acne. I've heard they give you, they send you exactly yes. what you need. And it's Katie like- swears by it. Apostrophe has changed her skin. Yeah, totally. So it, you can get the oral or the topical, whatever yes. you need. You go online and you do an online consultation. You guys, I love an online consultation. Oh, I do too. I love an online consultation. Yeah. And then I at the end like of this one, change my circumstances every week so I can take another one. So you could, I love to do it too. I love to do it too. This one though, at the end, you do selfies like front and both sides of yes. your face. Uh-huh. So when I did it, I did the front sides. I was like, made sure I was getting this like dark spot on the side. I'm like, I'm uh-huh. not lying. I have this big dark spot. Uh-huh. Um, they ask you about your skin goals, your medical history. Do you want to look as good as Nikki Exotica in her pictures? Or are you just trying to like look as good as? Nikki. Taylor Swift, Justin, like a regular. Justin's mom. Like. Justin's mom also looks great. Yeah. So uh, the dermatology provider sends you a customized treatment plan. So Apostrophe offers access to prescription treatments for all types of things, including acne. That's hormonal acne, facial acne, back acne, chest, ba- chest acne, butt acne, oh, head to toe, wh- wherever you got it, wherever you got it, they're going to help you with it. So- no I did it and my um I am in fact finally out of the acne phase of my life at 55. I think I still had it when I was 50, but I'm finally oh, yeah. out of it. I said my concerns of course were skin texture, you know, wrinkling, dark spots, and they sent me something right away and I elected to get the um sunscreen that they also wanted me to get. I got oh, that good. as well. I got some cute um stickers. I, I love, love the stickers. I love personalizing my bottles. I do too, because you can stick the AM, the PM, the all the uh-huh. stuff on the stickers. Yeah. So we have a special deal for our audience. You're going to get your first visit to Apostrophe for $5. You're going to go to apostrophe.com slash pink shade and use our code pink shade. That's a savings of $15 because it's normally 20 and 20 is more than five. So this yeah. code is only available to our listeners. So to get started, you're going to go to apostrophe.com slash pink shade, click get started and use our code pink shade and sign up. You're going to get your first visit for only $5. And thank you to apostrophe for sponsoring this episode. Yay. Yay. Okay. Let's go to Nick and Devin. We didn't get a lot of them this week, but what we did get was lots of B-roll of Memphis. Um, they don't live in Memphis. They're not from Memphis. They are Is literally Memphis at the airport. A bad area, like they made it sound. I, I'd like to. I'd like to discuss the B-roll. Yeah. Why? Why so much B-roll of Memphis when they were just at the airport? Do you That's think the cameraman question. had never been to Memphis and was just like, "Hey, while I'm here, let me get a Michael Jackson impersonator." Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, talk, I really do want to talk about that Michael Jackson impersonator. That okay, was, it was terrible. Weak sauce. <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. I couldn't tell. Their their hair was very long and like wrapped in some sort of hairnet to make mm-hmm. it look like they had short hair. And okay. the dancing, the, it was low effort. It was like low energy. Low, low energy. Like instead of like a full moonwalk would be like at least four steps. It was like one and a half. And yeah. then it was like, look, I did a moonwalk. No, you didn't. And then mm. like the crotch grab didn't even like go down to the crotch. It was all half-assed. Yeah. You're not going to make lazy like that. Lazy impersonator. So I don't know why all the B-roll from Memphis. I was very, I was like, oh, they must be spending the night in Memphis. They're going to do yeah. something. They're going to like get some culture of the Memphis, you know, blues scene and all that. No, they're just in the airport. Mm-hmm. It's a two-hour drive to Cersei. So 
Anyway, I was very upset about that. But I will I don't tell understand you- understand this two hours from the airport. I had I knew someone who lived four hours from the airport once. And I was like, that's every time you go somewhere, you have to drive four hours? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you just don't live near a big city, then that's the yeah, thing. But I four mean, hours is seems- That's like those beautiful cabins in the woods. But then maybe yeah. you get murdered like the strangers. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. So it is 6,000 miles away between Korea and Memphis. It is at least 14 hours via various airplanes. So they're tired. She looks pretty good though. She doesn't look greasy. Um, I would look, I would look very oily. I would too. I would too. I just think sometimes we have to give them a break because people kind of give her a hard time about seeming like she's tired all the time. I'm like, no, she did just get off twice. She flew over 14 hours, twice. Actually, I thought she was much more energized once they got there because there's a, a scene where it's the two of them being interviewed at the airport and she's like Gabby. She's like Chatty Kathy. She's like, we're she's here excited. and she's talking more clearly a little bit yeah, with yeah. more energy. I know she has TMJ and stuff, mm. and um, which I got to teach my dad what TMJ was. And he's like, I always learn something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because- I have it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I teach him about all these things, like about the different lifestyles that people have. And he's like learning, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. Just yeah. like you're a world traveler yourself. Exactly. <laughs> um, and so, but I thought she seemed great. I was like, oh, this is a different Devin. Good for her. I do that all the time. I spit out facts about countries. I'll go, no, no, no. Because in this country, like you can't. And they're like, how do you know that? I'm like- 90 Day Fiance. 90 Day Fiance. I'm studying. Thank you, Sharp. I could have been on cram- and learn some stuff. <laughs> if you get so, married in the Philippines or Thailand, I can't remember, there might be a monsoon of flies that will attack you. That's the Philippines and they're beetles. And also in the Philippines, it's almost impossible to get divorced. So you're stuck. I loved yeah. that. She's like, yeah. Yeah. Don't. And I could tell you, I had a cousin that was married to a woman from the Philippines and that is correct. Ooh. It is very hard to get divorced from somebody from the Philippines. Very also hard. India, because um, Sumit was trying to get that divorce and he said it could take up to four years. Yeah. Because the, the, they have to post it somewhere. Mm-hmm. All the family members have to agree. Yeah. yeah. Also, Sumit doesn't tell the truth a lot about Yeah, that's like that. a great point. Yeah. But his friend co-signed on that statement. Do you remember um, when they went on that boat? And his friend said, oh, yeah. oh, no, that's true. It's actually notoriously difficult and takes a long they, time. Uh, they seem to be doing great. I love them on Pillow Talk. They Jenny are and Smith. really do. They really do see, always seem happy. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So Nick says he's very nervous. You know, he's being the parent and he says he uh, is going to have to be acclimating and being respectful of everything in their home. So he's going to have to learn right away how to be. But it's great that he's like, I'm going to need to be res- not like. I'll fucking do what I want. I mean, at least he's just like, I'm going to be really respectful. He's a great attitude. He's a great attitude. Very respectful to the parents. And he's, they're at the airport and they meet and the parents are great. They're like, oh, we're so glad to see you. You look exactly the same. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Couldn't be nicer. And he does say, he doesn't see any other Asian people there. It's making him a little nervous. Yeah. Doesn't see one. And um, on Pillow Talk, did you see Emily and Kobe? No. I mean, I love them, but I haven't watched it yet. He was like, I definitely haven't seen anybody that looks like me in Salina. Oh, I'm sure. Should, <laughs> she was like, she's like, be- but then you met Johnny, and he's like, that's right, my man, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> they need an uh, like an, a network of people yeah. coming from other yeah. countries on 90 Day. Like, yes, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And um, he says, I'm trying to acclimate to the new accents. He tells the dad, he goes, you know, he goes, my English is not great, which is English is really perfect, really very um, good. 
But I, I think that if you've learned English in Australia, okay, and then you're back in South Korea and now you're going to Arkansas, it would be really hard because the accent is very different. Mm-hmm. So what it sounds like in Australia is not what it sounds like in Searcy, Arkansas. Yeah. And also your fiance doesn't have a traditional Arkansas accent either. No. It's it's interesting, right? Because he was like, yeah, I'm having to acclimate to the new accents. So the parents are great. And Nick says, respect their home, respect their culture. And Devin's like, I'm just trying to let this sink in that he's actually here. Like, this is like incredible. He's really here. Like, we're really doing it. And they're like, this is day one. And the parents are like, oh my gosh, it is. Like, tomorrow's day 89. Like, what you know, wild. So as they're in the parking garage, she says, this uh, car park seems uh, very dark and scary. <laughs> and the mom says, oh, yeah, I guess there's not a lights on in here. And the mom says, we're not in a very safe city. Oh, no. Now, you, for those of you at home, may think like, oh, she just thinks that because it's a big city versus a small town. No, she's correct. Memphis is, I think, in the top three most dangerous cities, like in the world. <gasps> like Memphis is very dangerous. That is 100% true. Wow. It's very, very dangerous. Memphis no is idea. consistently the number one most dangerous southern city for sure. But then it's like way up there in top 10 of United States and then in the world. Like it's oh very God. dangerous. It's true. That's the true thing. It's true thing. Okay. Just so you know. I had no idea. See, I always learn something. You just learned something. You just learned something. All right. Let's move on to another uh another discussion of butt sex as well as exploding sausages. And that's Annalie and Clayton. Annalie, we're supposed to say Annalie. We were saying it wrong. I know. Annalie. And I was so trying to figure out how we were saying it wrong. We were saying Annalie. Were yeah, we, we saying were. Annalie? Okay. I was. I was. Annalie. Annalie and Clayton. Okay. So it starts with, uh, which I was concerned, like, is this a sex thing? They're blowing. They're like, have this giant kiddie pool that's way yeah. too big for his apartment. And yeah. they're filling it up with water. And I was like, what is happening? Aren't there smaller vessels for water that you can use to wash a guinea pig? It's not a 200-pound Great Dane. A bucket. I don't understand this. A sink. A, a Tupperware container. Anything. Anything. A yeah, soup this, bowl. You can get was, you, anything. <laughs> this was so stupid, but go ahead. Okay, okay so they they – she doesn't really love having animals around all the time, which is fair. She's not used to it, but yeah. she's not eaten the guinea pigs. Thank God. Um, although someone on your Facebook page posted a shot of a frozen guinea pig, like that you just heat up. And then there was a photo of a cute little guinea pig. No. On it. So I guess Who did that? Facebook people don't do that. Just really traumatizing for me. I did not. I like didn't it. see it. I didn't see it. You need to be off of Facebook. You need I to. Know. Yeah, that's bad. So mm -hmm. they're bathing the guinea pigs in water, and he says, "Do you hear these squeaks? They're excited." And she says, "What? I can't tell the difference." He's <laughs> like, "No, because he's going," and that means that he's excited. But if he was like, does he think this is going to get her horny? Because all he's trying to do is get into bed with her. They still haven't slept together. Does he think squeaky guinea pig noises are the way to go? He also did something like with his nose. like <laughs> he, he does it when he sees her too. He goes, chicky, my chicky. And he makes little – he makes the guinea pig noises himself. He makes weird noises. Yeah, like grunting and squeaking. 
Does a guinea okay? People tell us because I, I literally don't know. We never had a guinea pig when I was growing up. We did have hamsters, um, but do guinea pigs like give you like love and affection like a dog does, or in some cases a cat? I don't you know. Do, I think you they get- imagine they do. I'm sure they they know that you're their owner because your smell and they maybe maybe they like to cuddle. Yeah, that's the question. Were they snuggle they don't with you at night or lick? I don't think, but they would they would snuggle, but you would crush them if you slept with them. So you can't sleep with them. Yeah, I need somebody to tell me is is the joy of the guinea pig that's like like in what I would think like a dog like it gives you the love back so you you both love each other. I think people who have guinea pigs or hamsters and I had them growing up. It's you want it to be like that, but for some reason you're not allowed a dog in your apartment or the you don't have time for a dog. So you instead get this, and it's a substitute for a dog. Okay, so. Of closet mom, closet mom has has at least two dogs, and we've yeah. seen at least two guinea pigs. We don't know if there's cats. They're allowed to have pets, so I I need to know what turned him on to the guinea pig, and why does he now think he's the world's leading guinea pig expert? I want to know if his lease does say he's allowed to have two dogs and two guinea pigs. Does his landlord <laughs> know what's happening in there? Yeah, what if the landlord has to go in to like fix the toilet or something? They'd be like, what the actual fuck is you happening? You have in your here? mom squatting in your closet. <laughs> You have two dogs and you have two guinea pigs dressed like Frenchmen. What are you doing? This None of this was approved by me. Oh, my God. So they're, <sighs> they're bathing the guinea pigs and then they, draw, they dry them off with like towels. And she was kind of participating, like gently patting. And I thought <laughs> I, she's really trying. She was trying. Also, they looked really cute and wrapped up in those towels. I do have to say. Do they bite? No. One of them turn around and give you a maybe some do, but not yeah. not most, not I don't think. Not and these two. so they she's they start talking about the sister, Brandy. Why was Brandy so rude? She accused me of wanting a green card. And so he wants to get to the bottom of the situation. And she is upset. She takes her phone. She does a Sophie. This is she takes her phone and she goes away to talk to her mom on the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and she goes to the pool. In this complex, which was very nice. That was a nice yeah. pool. The apartment has a lot of potential. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Just without yeah. the mom there and yeah. all the pets. So she calls her mom and her mom says that her glucose has really gone down to 300. And I thought that's still, I think, alarmingly high. So yeah, um, I don't know. My that's concerning. Levels. Um, so they start talking and she's like, how is it there? And Annalise says, well, the apartment is so small. And yesterday I had to clean the cage for the guinea pig. And the mom says, why? And she says, well, Clayton says he's allergic. What? 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 You what are is- you just allergic specifically to their poop? And that's why you can't clean the cage. Why do you have them? Did you not know this before? You're okay to pet them and bathe them and snuggle. They put it right up on your face. It's like right up in their face. And put the little berets on them, but you can't clean their cage. Are you a pregnant lady that can't do, you know, like cat litter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's I'm, happening here? What is in hmm, – well, can, can science call us and tell us if there's yeah. something in guinea pig poop that he could be allergic to, that he would have to make his girlfriend – clean them. That's well, gonna, who cleaned it before. It must have been closet mom. It must have been closet mom. Hmm. 
I have okay. so many questions. So she tells her mom what the sister said, and they both start crying because how dare Brandy say that when it was so hard for her to leave her country and her family and her poor mom who's so sick and the mom misses her. And they're both crying, and I was thinking, I hope that Brandy watches this and feels really bad. <laughs> no. Haven't you seen those two? Have you seen those two go at it on social media? No. Are you kidding? Clayton and Brandy. Yeah. Clayton and Brandy. Yeah. He's like, my sister has a three-bedroom home, no spouse, no roommate, and yet my mom lives in my closet. Yeah. He's like, so figure it out. Basically, she's a horrible person. Yeah. He hates her. Well, I think we think the mom has some history of traumatizing the kids with her issues. and Yeah, because the sister says she raised her as much. Yeah. Because she was older. She was older. Yeah. yeah. She hasn't forgiven mm-hmm. her as much. It's a complicated thing, but still that's horrible that <laughs> she's yeah. living in a closet. Yeah. That's I what he said. I can't believe they're fighting. Yeah. Uh, so Brandy, they're going to go see Brandy. They're going to go away for the weekend, leave the closet. The mom is going to be able to walk out of the closet <laughs> and get some fresh air. Because she's buy some more shit and shove it into that apartment. Yeah, he's going to come back. It's going to be wall-to-wall crates of <laughs> candles and wine bottle corks. <sighs> be like, what did you do? So, she's like, there was a sale at Joanne's. Okay. She's like, I got. I went into your room and I got on your computer. <laughs> so they are going to Indiana, and they do have a very jokey, teasy relationship, but it does include some body shaming. Where they're, he's like, that dog, or that's a chunky dog, and then she's like, you're chunky, and then he's like, you're chunky, and they're feeling each other's fat rolls. And I was like, you're both uh. very small. That's not nice. Stop. Stop. No, stop. No. So no. I don't like it. But they do have a joking relationship. So yeah. he's pumped. They're going to Indiana. He's going to have some hot Indiana sex. And he's finally <laughs> going to get get it in. So And they're driving. And she goes, so Kentucky has horses and bourbon. What does Indiana have? And he goes, drugs and corn. <laughs> Are Indiana people pissed off? We got to hear from the Indiana people. My dad uh, on your state flag. We have drugs and corn. Just a just a picture of a pill <laughs> and a corn. As a, and a corn. Yeah. yeah. I listen. My uh, my sister in law and her family they live in Fort Wayne. It's lovely. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Yeah. I'm sure it is. So they go to see the sister Brandy and. Um, the Annalise says, I'm not going to be walked on. I will respond if someone's coming after me. But she does not at all. She says nothing. She just kind of smiles. And but that's fine. She's hit, she she lets Brandy do the talking. And Brandy greets them with a smile. And she tells us, I feel really bad. She I arranged this outing because I really want to make it up to them. I said it was information overload. I had heard almost nothing about Annalie and then I'm finding out all of this stuff and it was too much. And she, I, she says, I still have doubts, but I'm going to keep them for myself. And so she tells them, thank you for coming. I was kind of a turd last time. And that's the PG version. And uh-huh. he translates for Annalie and she says, thank you. That makes me feel better. And Brandy says, you know, I was just overwhelmed and I wasn't going to take it out on you, Clayton, my baby. Mm -hmm. So I took it out on her and I was like, this relationship just keeps getting weirder and weirder. Yeah, it's weird. But I think you're right. I think the mom 
dipped out yeah. and Brandy was in charge of like raising the kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so Annalie types out on her phone so she can say it better or more clearly in her own language. And she says, it was hard to leave my country and my very ill mother. So it really hurt when you said I just wanted a green card. And she starts crying and Brandy starts crying. And so she's one of those people that's like, I hate crying. Stop making me cry. But she's, she's upset. And then she says, I feel badly that she has to be away from her sick mom because my mom is all I have. And why isn't she living in your house, bitch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a lot of layers, a lot of layers. So I hope Brandy is sincere in this and doesn't just feel like I came off horribly on national TV. I need to make up for it. Yeah, and the fact that he mentioned her drinking more than once yes. leads you to believe there's something there as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So she says, how is it living with mom? And she and he says, well, we can't get any private time. And Brandy says, ew, because it's her brother and yeah, the yeah. baby and she doesn't want to think about it. And he says, how did you do it? You got pregnant when you were living with her. So then the layers go deeper. So apparently right. she did live with them at some point and she got pregnant at that time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Brandy, what is – I don't even know what's happening here. So Brandy like bends over to gesture. Um, that's how she got pregnant. That's she how just she, been, she, she just bent over a counter been, and did bent it over, that way. and that's how she got. I don't know why that would be like quieter or <laughs> like how they that would give them more privacy. Like, does that take up less room? Like they could have done it in a closet and then uh, maybe just quicker, quicker. And then I don't. Yeah, I was know, I don't know about the logistics. Um, but anyways, she got pregnant with the mom. Uh, yeah. The mom there, sorry. Mm-hmm. And um, so, and uh, presumably the mom was in a bedroom and not in a closet there. So they go to a hotel, Clayton and Annalie, and he says, you know, we haven't had sex in over a month. So we must have just seen her. So he must have just visited her because she's only been there for like a week or two. That we know of, but I mean, they, they, if they didn't say 20 days to wed or whatever, yeah. then we don't know how long she's been there, but it hasn't been long. So he sets up a bunch of battery operated candles, which are so sexy and yeah. it's safer, safer yeah. and um, lube because you, you need lube. So he takes the lube out. Friction is not our friend. <laughs> Fiction is, is our foe. Yeah. And so he hides the lube in the corner. And then he also pulls out a Rubik's Cube because right. that's his thing at night when he's trying to fall asleep. And he hides that from her in the drawer because that will turn her off instantly, I guess. This whole thing is so weird. Lube and a lube and rube. And <laughs> I, I I don't know what's happening. It's weird that he's like, if she's not into it, I'll just break out my Rubik's Cube. Most people will play like a little game on their phone or maybe right. get out a book. Right. Not this guy. It just seems like if you're playing with a Rubik's Cube with your hands, that would keep your mind active and not yeah. help you fall asleep. But what like am I doing? no blue light. So you're it's not true. getting the blue light. Is there a Rubik's Cube app he could have used instead of bringing the actual Rubik's Cube perhaps? I, I'm glad that he's keeping it. Old school. Yeah. He's keeping it. He's keeping it old school. But um, that Rubik's cube looked to be done, at least on one side. Maybe he just keeps twisting it and then 
redoing? I don't know. I've never been able to do. I can't I, even. Either. I've never even done one side of a Rubik's Cube. Never. No. Mm-mm. But I also really haven't tried because I don't feel like I'll be good at it. And I tend to not do things if I think I would fail. I tried and it was shown to be too hard for me. So I've never tried again. <laughs> I need a trick. Like I feel like there's a trick and I just don't know it. Oh, there's a trick to it for sure. Like I, I, I definitely had nephews that could do it. Yeah. So he-, he spreads out on the bed in his acid wash jeans and props his leg up like he's you know, Chrissy Turlington or something. <laughs> Could I name an wow. older school model? Um, There's a current reference for you, Kimberly. Chrissy Chrissy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, But that's like the old school pose, I feel like. It's like an old school, like a Cindy Crawford or something. And I don't know. There's no way he thought that was going to be sexy. There's no way. Does he think he's – we need to talk to his other girlfriends and be like, what – I think he's a nice guy, and I always would say to ladies, pick the nice guy. Mm-hmm. But he is profoundly unsexy. And I find nerds cute usually. Like, mm-hmm. I really do like nerds. There's something about his haircut. He needs a new haircut. I think it's, it's his nice. haircut. I he noticed it when they were apple picking. It's it's the early season Ross from Friends. It's the yes. brush forward, like, yes. wet look. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it either. Um, so just a makeover, I think, could do the trick. Mm-hmm. Um, because he see again, he seems nice. He's just a little horn dog. So yeah. he um is like sexy pose, and she comes in and she says, I think he thought that was gonna be sexy, and he looks like a cow splayed out. Which <laughs> do cows splay themselves out? I don't know. We we should ask uh Justin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think cows even like get down. Like, I don't know if they like they lay down. Cow tipping is a thing. Like, I yeah, that's right. So, um, I'm sure they lay down at some point. Do they? I don't know. So, but anyway, I don't think they lay like models on beds. But whatever, (laughs) they definitely don't lay on their side with one hand propped up, one hand propped up, and one leg propped up. Again, she's just not attracted to him, basically. And so she says. You know, okay, well, you can give me a massage. And so he's trying to make make it a sexy massage. She's like, cheeky, 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 which is so just not sexy. And it's also what Kara and um, Guillermo call their dog on Pillow Talk and on 90 Day. They call their dog. That's right. But do you think that while he was rubbing her and saying cheeky, cheeky, do you think he was doing like... He was. He was he making was the sounds. squeaky noises. Yes. That, he thinks it's like a mating call. He does. He's trying to replicate the guinea pig mating call. It's Ooh. not working for him. Okay. So he's trying to kiss her. The music gets all sexy. I was watching it with my parents and we all got very uncomfortable, but not in the way when you're actually watching like a sex scene because it's sexy. It was like the opposite. So it mm. wasn't even that uncomfortable. It's more just like embarrassed for him. Yeah, and poor thing. Not sexy. And he just gets turned down. She just keeps going, We're going to sleep. Yeah. And he's like, Can I turn the lights off? Yeah, because we're going to sleep. I'm tired. She's like, she's like, I hope you brought that Rubik's Cube. I don't know where you hit it. <laughs> I don't know where you put it, but it better be in here somewhere. So he tries to explain to her what blue nuts are, which is what uh-huh. he calls blue balls. Uh-huh. And uh she starts laughing. She thinks it's hilarious. And it's like your testicles are blue. And he's yeah. like, I'll show them to you. She's like, no, that's disgusting. And if you thought that was going to make me want to have sex with you, now I never want to touch you because you're 
balls are like alien and what like do you think this is about? Do you think this is about because they're on camera and she doesn't want her dad to see that she's having premarital sex or what? I mean, her mom knows. Yeah, that's a great point. I Or is she just not that into him? They used to have sex when they weren't on the show. So right. maybe it is the camera. Maybe it's the mom. Maybe she's just really uncomfortable in her situation and he needs to just not pressure her. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true too. Yeah. But also, are, is she ever going to have sex with him? If she's not planning on it, she needs to tell him, listen, yeah. I'm just not yeah. into you anymore. It would be weird if all of a sudden she was like, now that I'm here, I'm not going to have sex with you anymore. It would be you know? weird. I understand why he's confused. Yeah. They need to talk about it more. Um. All right. Let's talk about Jasmine and Gino. And I. it literally is Groundhog Day with these two. Mm-hmm. It is every week is the exact same fight. It's her with mm-hmm. her eyes closed. Like, hey, Gino, with her eyes closed. Yep. Crying every week, mm-hmm. bangs or no bangs, it doesn't matter. Yeah, Same. It, it's just it's rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. So we open up with Gino. He's putting together some doggy stuff for Coco, and he what? tells us uh, Jasmine. He's like, "Hey, Coco, whoa!" <laughs> so he it's tells exactly us exactly the way he talked to those um, exotic strippers at the strip whoa. club. Hey, all right. Your name Coco. That's a cool dance you're doing. Like I can, he would be like a mom, like going, yes. like, are you going to school on the side? Where yeah. that you're really flexible. How much training do you have to do to do that? Oh wow, how long have you been dancing? I've been a good boy. And the girl's <laughs> like riding on his back. Um, they have a shrimp cocktail here that's really good. <laughs> Don't tell Jasmine. You get a discount on the buffet. (laughs) So he's like, yeah, Jasmine was mad that she found these mementos of past relationships. And I just, you know, hope things get better because, you know, she was like so mad about it. House is still decorated with the Panamanian flags. Are they ever going to take those down or is that a permanent fixture? No, he thinks that's his decoration. So um, she comes in. He goes, look, steps for Coco. Hey, Coco. How is the nail salon? How is that? How is that? And she goes, it was fine. So, Gino, I want to know what you did the day before I arrived to USA. And he goes, um, hmm. the day before, huh? The day before you came. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'm thinking. I don't think I did anything. No, I don't think I did anything that day. She goes, really? He goes, oh, oh, well, are you talking about my bachelor party? Is that what, what, what's up? What's up with that? And she goes, uh, that's my question to you, Gino. What's up with that? And my number one thing is you didn't tell me and I get it. I had one. So you have one, but why didn't you tell me? And he just says, honestly, I didn't want you to be pissed off because it was the day before you came. I didn't want you to be pissed off. She goes, stupid excuse, but Okay. And he goes, it's not stupid. And then she says, so I've been here for a while. So when were you planning to tell me? And he goes, uh, I wasn't going to tell you unless you asked. And she goes. <laughs> you see it on the show. Right. I was hoping we'd be broken up by then. And he goes, I wasn't going to tell you unless you asked. She goes, why would I ask? Why would I think to ask? And he goes, oh, big deal. I went with my family to a strip club. You know, I just want you to know that lots of people in this country do that. Lots of people go to strip clubs for their bachelor parties. I mean, I didn't even ask for any dances. I didn't touch any girls. 
Okay, roll the tape. Here we go. We see him going, whoa, slapping asses with both hands. The bongos. The binium butt bongos. Yep. Yep. Trademark. Trademark binium butt Wait, we have to take a pause right there because so many people have sent to me that this past week on Married to Medicine, they had strippers come to a party and Binion was one of the strippers. No! People, three or four people DM me and were like, I know you don't watch Married to Medicine, but Benny is a stripper at one of these parties. Wait Which a city is it? Is it in New Jersey? It's the main, it's, they live in LA now. They live in LA now. So is Married to Medicine, which. Okay. I have to watch. I don't know because Phaedra's on it now and she lives in Atlanta. And I thought Mary to Med was in Atlanta. Is all the same people live in the same city? I don't know. It's been so many years since I watched it. Okay. I'm so cannot believe I'm, I mean, he's a dancer and he might make good money doing it. That's right. And he is cute. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, sorry. When you said Benny, Benny and Bongos, I was like, oh, I've been meaning to tell somebody this. But is he not doing his um, martial arts, mixed martial arts or whatever? I think he's a man of many traits. Yeah, he is. No, he always yeah, was. He yeah. Always does lots of things. Yeah. yeah. So um, we see him going, whoa, slapping asses, playing the Benny Bongos. And um, then we see a girl like riding on his back. And he's what? like, I didn't touch anybody. Like a little horsey. <laughs> uh-huh. It's hilarious. And he's got his hat on and his readers. Okay. <laughs> he needs to see better. And she's like, it's your freaking attitude, Gino. I always have to discover things from other people. And then when I confront you, you'll say, oh, you shouldn't be mad. You shouldn't be mad. But you lie to me all the time, Gino. Um, "Um, I'm not lying. I'm not lying. No matter what she says, he just says the same thing back, right? Then she starts in on her usual, I don't want to marry you. I don't want to marry you. I don't want to be married to a man like you. And he's like, well, that's fine because I don't want to be married to you. I don't even want to be around you. And she's like, I knew it. You don't want to be around me. Literally, she says something. He says it back and then she gets mad because he said it back. Yeah, exactly. They're like, it's literally right. like five-year-olds. It really is a mimicker, a mirror. Yeah. 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 I don't want to marry I don't want to marry you either. Yeah. Well, you're fat and ugly. You're fat and ugly. I yeah. mean, they just don't matter what she <laughs> says. Yeah. You're the worst. Oh, you're the worst. <laughs> So he says, um, he's like, you're way yeah, overreacting. He's all fake and he does not have improv skills. And instead well, of a yes and, he just does the yes part. I like mine better. If, if, and, if, but. <laughs> yes, and, if, but. Um, and he says, you're way overreacting. And you know what I think? I think you need some help. And uh, you're you're overreacting about a once in a lifetime, once in a lifetime bachelor party. Well, it's your second marriage, so maybe it's your second in a mm-hmm. lifetime bachelor party. He goes, "You act like I cheated on you." And then here she goes, eyes closed, screaming. That's how it feels. I just want a ticket to Panama. That's all I want. I want you to get me a ticket to Panama. And he goes, "Well, that's your choice." And she goes, "No, I want to take my dog. I want to go back to Panama. You do that. I want to leave." And he goes. I don't know. You just get so angry over nothing. She goes, you make me this angry, Chino. So she walks out of the room and he's like, I can't even talk to you. You're just so crazy. So she, he continues to make the steps for Coco. By the time the argument's done, the steps are completed. They They're nice. They have, yeah, they great. They've got carpet They're wood. on wood. I've had plastic yeah. ones and they look nice. Yeah. These were nice. It has a little carpet so Coco mm-hmm. could pee on it. And um, 
He, so she goes downstairs and sits on the couch underneath all the Panamanian flags and cries. It was like, I want to go home. I made a terrible mistake. And then did you hear Coco was crying? This stress is not good for Coco. I had a Maltese and they're very sensitive. And they Coco was looking at the camera. Emotions. They pick up on it. All dogs do. And I'm very concerned for Coco. Someone, I need CPS, but animal control to come in and take care of Coco. I'll take Coco. Coco was looking right at the camera like, somebody help me. I am a stable person, Coco. My emotions are well regulated through lots of medication. I am not like Jasmine. No, no. And so he just, as he's finishing up these steps, he looks at production and he goes, this happens all the time. She gets mad all the time and threatens to leave all the time. It's just getting to be too much. It's just too much. It's also like the girl who cried wolf, like she's never going to follow through on it. So he never believes her. So he never thinks anything. They both hide things from each other and then beg for forgiveness later. She's doing the exact same thing with the money from Dan for her butt (laughs) implants. And so she has this lie. Also, let's not forget. And thank you. I think it was your listeners who reminded me on Facebook that Last season or the season before, she had a bachelor party in her friend's hotel room. Well, Gino was on another floor in his hotel room with male dancers. She did tell him and he was very upset because she had left him to go to another party on another floor with dancers. That's right. She grabbed their butts and all that stuff. But I think she did tell him. She told him when the friend... The friend oh, the came friend in and was like, said something. The the, friend and then showed the pictures. Yes, yeah. Yes. And he was very hurt. What he should do right that minute is walk over to his computer, book her a ticket for the next day to go back to Panama and walk downstairs and present her with the printed copy and say, you want to leave? Please get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. I'll arrange for your things to be mailed to you. Get yeah. out of here. I feel um, bad for their neighbors because this is like a townhouse. There yeah. are shared walls. All of this screaming, this is my nightmare. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's end with uh, more screaming and crazy people. And that's Manuel and Ashley. Oh, boy. So, oh, boy. oh God, they're so stressful. So they, um, this whole episode was just about coffee. <laughs> and it even said that on the description on DirecTV. It was like... Manuel yells at Ashley about drinking too much coffee. That is a lot of coffee. It's. I am concerned about her. Well, I mean, why does he care? But 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 God, that's maybe yeah. why she's so amped up all the time. Yeah. So she's like, uh, "I we're going to be gone all day. We're running errands. We're going to see people wear comfy shoes." And Rico jumps on the table. It was very cute. And yeah. I thought, and she's like, "We don't jump on the table." Um. So. And then my parents go, oh, he's a loser. So they think he's a loser. (laughs) That's their opinion. Uh, So she says, okay, we need to go get coffee since we're running all these errands, which is fine. I always reward myself with coffee if I'm running all errands. But he's like, we have coffee right here. And she's like, I don't want to hear your voice about it. (laughs) He talks to him so sweetly. And he's like, you have coffee here. And she's like, he says, you drink way too much coffee. You drink three to four coffees a day, and it's too much money that you're spending on coffee. And he says, I like to save money, and she likes to spend just day to day. And she says, she says this thing that made no sense. We were wound. We discussed it as a family, that it, her math does not make any sense. She says, 
if I save $8 on coffee, since where is she going for coffee, first of all? Um, She's getting the biggest one with a triple shot. I get a Frappuccino and it's like $6, which is still ridiculous. So she's She's getting the largest size and doing triple shots for sure. And that adds, okay. Yes. It's $3 per shot. Yeah. Oh my God. She's like, I, if I save $8 on coffee, then that $8 is just going to go to gas money. So I'm not saving. What? Mm, I think what she's trying to say is if I don't spend it here, I'm going to spend it there. But that does mean you're saving because you would also still always need the gas money. So you would just be spending both and then you no, wouldn't I, be spending on I agree coffee. with you. Her, what she said doesn't make sense, but she is a tarot card reader and not a mathematician. <laughs> I hope she doesn't give people financial advice when she's doing the cards. She'll, she'll be like, this card is the um, the banker. And he says that if you save money on coffee, you're just going to spend it somewhere else. So you might as well spend it on coffee also. Yeah, may as well get the coffee. So and spend the gas to go get the coffee. Yeah. She brings like a gallon of coffee with her in the car. It's like a huge um, mason jar. It's like one of those, what are those Stanley cups? (laughs) Mary Payne's is so big. How many ounces is that? Is that a 40 ounces? It's a 40. Yeah. A a 40. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think I have a 32, but is that water? It's water. (laughs) No, it's vodka. Yes, it's water. Frappuccinos or iced tea? Or my soda stream. No, this is um, ice water with Mio. Oh, that's good. I do the Mio to sweeten it up a little bit. Yeah. That's great. Um, I'm trying to get off my vitamin waters and I need a good liquid that would- Yeah, just squirt the Mio in. Yeah. Yeah. So she brings this coffee with her and she also, I think she says she wants more or she wants to stop for more. And she's two coffees with her already. And he's like, you have one coffee in one hand and you have another coffee in another hand. You're like an octopus. (laughs) (laughs) But she, she pops up in a can of coffee, but she always had like- Okay, that's what it was. So she has a can. She already had like a mason jar. What is she doing? She's going to have a heart attack. So many coffees. So she calls her sister or friend. Was her sister a friend? Um, I think it was her sister, but he thought it was a friend. Yeah, the one that is um, always having to hear her drama. And (laughs) she starts talking about him while he is in the passenger seat, right in front of him in English, thinking he won't understand, and she's bitching about him. And she's like- It's so rude. And we would think it was rude if he was talking in Spanish and she didn't understand right in front of us. I think it's rude. And she's doing the same thing. And so she's like, I'm on the verge of tears. He's yelling at me about the coffee. And his head like perks up because he understands the word coffee because yeah. sometimes she speaks in English and he under- yeah. he's picking up on stuff and she's he's yelling at me about the coffee and and why is she doing this? I can't live like this. And that she's like dabbing at her eyes. She's literally getting the Kleenex right in front of him. Like she's thinking he's not going to notice. And he's like, I know she's talking about me. That is so rude. And she keeps saying coffee like over and over again. <laughs> so he knows what's happening. So they meet her friends. And these are the married friends who the girl thinks that they have no secrets in their marriage. And the guy, I think, has secrets. Yeah. I don't think he's cheating or anything. He seems like a nice guy, but I think there was a look when she's like, we have no secrets from each other. 
He was like, really? Really? Um, so they go to this candle making store. Yeah. Was it candle or was it perfume? I couldn't quite tell. Can Well, you smell the candles and then you mix the oils. And then I think the lady comes and helps you make a candle with the oils that you made. Okay. All right. So poor Manuel is thinking, what kind of American waste of money for <laughs> You're so right. I didn't even think about that. That's hilarious. Because he's always saying, like, we just we don't go to therapy. We just fix our own heads. You don't have to spend money on coffee. You don't even need just be we just survive, you know? Like, yes, yes, yes. You're so right. You're and so then they go yes, you're so the right. Most like suburban, yuppie, hippie, like all of the adjectives. Yes. Next, they're going to go to a, a one of those places where you break shit. He's going to be like, yeah. "Why can't you just, <laughs> just break go to a junkyard and break yeah. shit for free?" Yeah. So, um, the friend's husband is sniffing the candles, the scents like wine. Did you see that? He was wafting. <laughs> no, I did not see that. He's with his hand <laughs> wafting the smell towards him, like he's like a wine connoisseur. It yeah. was so funny. So they start talking about the wedding, and the friends ask. Um, you know, what's going on and what's going on with money? Because last time he wanted to borrow like $250 and she says, yeah, he wants to send money to his family. And she says, culturally, I don't understand what it's like to need to take care of a parent and your family and be the breadwinner. And he's been doing it for his whole life. So it's normal to him. And Manuel says, I, they ask him, how do you feel about this? And he says, well, I feel bad because it's her money and she worked hard for it, but eventually I'll be able to work and it'll yeah. all even out. And Ashley says, you know, he also has these kids that we never talk about because we've had all these other problems and I'm still waiting for the episode where they deal with the children. Yeah. Um, and so the, and the baby mama apparently sucks and is not giving money or providing at all. So he this has is, to like- this is, his, this is his point of view. Yeah. Baby so, mama might be great. That's true. So yeah. she's like, I didn't realize how much it would be to take care of these kids. So I think he maybe misled the amount that they were going to need each month. And she kind of thought maybe it wouldn't be every month. They should have talked about this. And yeah. he wants to send $300 a month. For the, yeah, because so at some point you hear 150 and then later you hear 200 and then you hear 300. Exactly. Yeah. And so he he says, I'm getting annoyed by these friends that are asking these questions because it's rude. It's our business. It's money issue. It, it's between her and I and they're just talking about it right yeah. in front of me. And I think yeah. that's right. It is kind of rude. And he says, you know, back home I made 600. Half went to my family and half went to me. But if they ever needed anything, they got whatever they would needed. And the yeah. friends say, why haven't these dum-dums discussed this before he came? Which is what we always think. Of and course. they say to him, you know, it kind of seems like she's less of a priority to you than your family. And he says, he gets really mad as he should. He gets offended and he stands up and he's like, so I have a family that we have to deal with. She has a dog and a cat. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, that's not the same thing. Not he the goes, same. We spend money on those pets. She spent $130 at the vet. And, yeah. she, and he's like, you take better care of a pet than a human. And they're yelling in the peaceful candle shop. 
He was like, who's ever heard of spending that much money at a vet? I was like, who's ever heard of spending that little at a vet? I was about to say, what was that just for like, just to get their anal glands done? I mean, it was like nothing. Yeah. So cheap. So he's like, you would rather spend on a vet than on my family. And I was like, yeah, I get it. I would too. There I was on Ashley's side too. It was like she didn't say that. She didn't say that. Yeah. She didn't say that. It was one or the other. And so he says, she's like, where are you going? He goes, I'm walking home, which is now the thrice time he's walked home. Twice. He's he's got a good he's got a good sense of direction because he really does. And he's like, I gotta get my steps in. So he's (laughs) he's walking home and the nice husband, the friend's husband, says, I'm gonna go check on him which was yeah. very nice. Yeah, it was. Even though they kind of started it. Uh, <laughs> but the <laughs> no show secrets. probably told them. I'm sure the producers said, ask them about this. Ask them about the Of money. course. Of yeah. course. That's what they do. These people have been fighting so much. It's if so they're chaotic. not fucking, they're fighting. That's 100%. it. And she even yeah. says, I think we um, are like, mojo is good in the bedroom and it's not good in real life. And I was like, okay. Yeah. So yeah. is that going to be your whole life? Is that what yeah, you want yeah. it to be? That's going to get old. Yeah. Um, well, next time on 90 Day Fiance, we finally meet Citra and Sam. Why is it no. so late? What episode is this? That's going to be episode nine? This is That's- episode eight. Yeah. yeah so that'll we'll be see them till nine. nine. Yeah. What does that I don't mean? Know. Does that mean they have less of a storyline or they – we're just I wonder if somebody's going to gonna, somebody's going to break up and go home, and we need yeah. this other couple. But like, who would it be? I mean, we know Jasmine and Gino because I met them in person. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't think I mean Justin and Nikki. God knows week to week, and uh, unless Sophie Manuel finds and Ashley course, are still together because they posted on social media. Oh yeah, that's right. And those are the two for sure. You'd think. Mm-hmm. Um, so next time on 90 Day Fiance, we finally meet Citra and Sam, and he tells us she knows about my drug past, and she's looking past it, drug past, looking past it, and we see her say they have to get married within two weeks of her arrival. Now, she's from Indonesia. He's from Missouri, um, and her dad's going to come within two weeks of her arrival to the state so they can get married, and he says he's nervous because her dad is a cop, and there's a secret. Mm-hmm. He's been hiding a secret from her. What is so it? T- what is it? When he, he was worried. Drugs. Is there a child? Is there a. As a kid, there's an ex-wife. Child, there's a, wife? a. He's trans. I don't know. Uh, he's. Um, record? He's wor- restitution? Restitution. That's a good one. Love after lockup. We get a lot of restitution. Uh-huh. Uh, he's worried when he tells Citra about this secret that uh, she'll tell her dad and he's going to forbid her from marrying him. So it could be that he's divorced and the parents are very religious. I don't know. Oh, I'm trying to know what the secret is. I'm glad to meet uh, neck tattoo Sam. Yeah. Um, Okay. Ashley talks to Manuel. She's like, you can't just run around the city. You can't just run around and be unreasonable. And he tells her, shut up. I'm watching soccer. Leave me alone. <laughs> and she says, and she says, do you even want to marry me? Um, then we see a relative. Um, we're at Devin's house. And we've got some people in the backyard and they're eating. And a relative says to Nick, a relative of Devin says to Nick, what do South Koreans think of Americans? And he says, uh, just fat and eating greasy food. No wonder you're piggy to Devin. And then he 
pinches her in her belly and says, Piggy. And she laughs. And then dad talking head goes, yeah, him calling her Piggy. I wish he wouldn't do that. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. I think that- um, He was fine with saying what people think of Americans. That's true. That's fine. But then he doesn't have to make it about her. No. And he doesn't have to say it to the family as they're eating fried food. Exactly. Also, he's eating the fried food, so shut it. Yeah. Um, he's going to gain weight here, and then he'll see. He'll, he'll see also, how it she's, is. She's not she's not fat, and there's no. nothing wrong with being fat. So she's, shut up. It's, the whole thing is problematic. Yeah. Uh, Sophie is planning to tell Rob she's bisexual. She's, she's getting ready to do it. She asks to talk to him, and then she starts crying and has an anxiety attack and can't tell it. This is smart to tell him now because she has the most upper hand she's ever going to have in this relationship because she just caught him doing this cheating thing. You're right. Great point. And then the final scene is for next week is Nikki asked Justin, have you ever fucked around? And he says, since I gave you that ring, the engagement ring, since I gave you that engagement ring, I have been faithful. And she goes, so before you gave me the ring, you weren't being faithful? And then as she starts to ask him a question, he goes, uh-oh, bitch vibes is coming. It's never a good thing to say. Never. They I don't have, care if she is being a bitch. It's still not a good thing to say. Have they had one day where they haven't fought? One day. And she gets all pissed never. and storms out. And then maybe it's the end of them. We don't know. I don't know why we have a new couple coming in unless one is going out. I don't yeah. know the answer. I don't know the answer. I'm still know. excited. I'm still excited too. I'm excited for a new couple. I think they um, should do it more often because these seasons are so long. You really get sick of people that a yeah. new couple every, you know, five episodes would really liven things up. Yeah. Cause you do get really like, if they oh go my on God. for months and months and months. I know. Listen, we can only hope that Jasmine goes back to Panama. Oh God. Please, please. Uh, that is the end of the episode. Kimberly, tell everybody what's happening over on a date with Dateline. And are you done with Date with the Bake? No, we have one more week. Okay. So what's going over. on with Date with Dateline and Date with the Bake? Um, nothing much. We're doing our normal thing. We're just chugging out episodes every Wednesday. And, You're not uh, selling it, girl. You're not right, selling it. Um, <laughs> we, have, we have a new episode called Secrets in Seattle coming out on Wednesday. Oh. and which is a repeat because there were repeats for Thanksgiving. Um, okay. AKA- well, that's why That's why my DVR don't have a new one. I was like, why don't I have a new one? It's because it was a repeat. Okay. All right. Thanksgiving. And uh, then we're getting ready for the holiday season and Keithmas. And uh, it's, yeah, it's an exciting time. Would you like to explain what Keithmas is? It's, it's Manxgiving is Manx holiday and Keithmas okay. is Keith's holiday. And okay. we have um, – Andrea Canning Canning, Valentine. It's something Valentine. Valen Canning Day. I can't remember. (laughs) Okay. And then I think it was um, Dennis Dennis Independence Day or something. (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember. I have it written down somewhere. Really, the only ones that are celebrated by the Dateline crew is Uh Heathmas and Thanksgiving. They get really into it and they do like marathons on Peacock and stuff like that. It's become like a real thing. We didn't start it. um, Okay. But it's, yeah, it's fun. Uh, I love it. Most exciting is that Whamageddon and Mariah Armageddon are starting on December 1st. 
Okay. And because, two- you know, when I put together some of our promo stuff, I really was going to slip that song in there just to really stick it to you. That would really piss me off. And I might. And then I thought, the moment. Kimberly and Katie might never talk to me again and I need them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I take the game very seriously. So I put another Christmas song. So guys, don't send All I Want for Christmas is You or Last Christmas I Gave You My Heart, the Wham song. Don't don't show or anything like that to Katie and Kimberly before no. they can't take it. December 26th, it's fine, but then it's but over. I but I take a lot of precautions. Um, mm. I wear headphones like everywhere I go, like turn volume turned up if I go into stores and I scroll on YouTube and Instagram with the volume off until I know what the video is. Yes. Yes. I do that too, just because it bugs me. That's yeah. very interesting that, um, you're taking all those precautions. Um, do you win every year? I have won, um, many years, but not every year. There was someone sent me a video. Someone got me, and they thought it was hilarious. And I was like, "You're banned from the podcast." Um, yeah, I think her name was Julie. I can't really remember, but I'm still mad at her. And wow. one year, we were at our friend's house for like a Christmas thing, and the song, one of the songs, played. And Katie ran in and tried to like dive on me, like she was taking a bullet <laughs> for me, like like the bodyguard. Yes. And it didn't work. So, uh, you know, it reminds me so much of the contest on yeah. Seinfeld. Yeah. It reminds so much of the contest where we, like literally like five minutes later, like Kramer goes like, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> like, it's like five minutes. Yep. Yes. Like you're just trying very hard to. Um, we have the best listeners that get really into it too. Uh, yeah. Like, like a husband sabotaged his wife by putting her phone in the fridge playing the song. So when she went to get food in the fridge, it was playing. And then um, we had a very romantic story of a woman saying, I was in the Chipotle bathroom and my husband texted me and said, don't come out. The song is playing. And he would. So she stayed in the bathroom. Until the song was over. He saved her. Well, and it's interesting they weren't playing it in the bathroom. Yeah. Um, mm, well, I enjoy both of those songs and I'm going to go listen to them right now. That's fine. So I understand that it's you a thing for you. You don't have to play if it's not for you. Yeah. There now, are also, other Christmas songs. They're trying to get like Little Drummer Boy. They're trying to make that a thing. And it's just, I don't think it's working. There's the like David a, Bowie version. There's a Twitter account that's trying to make it. No, like the old, well. Being. Like because yeah, the Bing, the David Bowie version is great. Yeah, and so have if you, you ever heard, have you ever heard the Justin Bieber Little Drummer Boy, where he does a rap in the middle? No. Bump a dump a rump bump bum and bump a bump a bump bump bump. It's so bad, and Anna loves to play it because I'm literally will be like in horror. Like, what is this bullshit? She's like, it's Justin Bieber. I'm dying. I need it's to hear hard. it. Yeah, go that look up. That sounds Justin as Bieber. bad as simply having a wonderful Christmas time, which is a horrible song. Yes, where they sound like robots. Uh, yes. Also, yes, Sir, Sir Paul McCartney. <laughs> sorry, love you, love you. Um, this is the, also the time of year that I will repost the um, Patty Labelle. I think it's Patty Labelle um, uh-huh. doing a disastrous performance where she starts yelling at the back of dancers and the the. 
the set people and like, because everything's going wrong. <laughs> like, and it's so funny. But what and was that on? Was it on a live program? It was of some at sort? like an event and, um, and like the people aren't singing and she's up there by herself and that she had, doesn't have the words cause the cue thing's not working. It's just, she's just yelling at people, but still trying to hit notes and like riff. It's so I'd like you to send me that right away. I need that. And then my second favorite is the Santa repelling. It's a Santa at a mall who is repelling on a wire down to a bunch of children and he gets caught on the hook. And so he's dangling there trying to get uncaught. And the lady is doing like, kids, look over here. It's, it's, um, he's going to make it. Don't worry. It's fine. So let's sing. What's your favorite Christmas song? (laughs) His fake beard gets caught in the hook and it comes off. So the beard is hanging. Santa is hanging. He's totally stuck. And the poor lady is like trying to be like, let's sing, um, about, uh, Rudolph, what's good, kids? It's okay. Like, let's look. Trying to distract them from the trauma of the hanging Santa with his beard uh, stuck on the hook. It's send so me that one too. Funny, and it goes on for like six minutes. It's so long. <laughs> well, I think it's better that you watch that than cow insemination videos. Yeah, thank I'm just you. Tell you that. I'll try. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I wrapped it all up at the end. <laughs> Everybody, please be sure to follow us on Instagram at Pink Shade Pod. I've got a wonderful reel over there right now with Chantel that people are really, really. She collabed with me, I and now we're and now we're texting. It. Now we're texting. Now we're friends. I love it so much. Now we're friends. So go over there and check that out. And this week on Thursday, I'll have Deanna Chang uh, on to talk about Bravo. Then, of course, over on the weekend on Hey Bunky, uh, which is Pink Shade Prime, Patreon and Supercast, we are still talking about Welcome to Plathville and 90 Day the Other Way. Both these things are wrapping up. And pretty soon, we're going to be rolling into Smothered. Oh, my God. It's that time of year. It's Smothered time. When is Um, the sister one coming back? No word. That show disturbs me on a very deep core level. Seeking Sister Wife. Yeah, I know. No, no word on that. No, not Seeking um, Sister Wife. Um, extreme Sisters. Oh, Great. Extreme that Sisters. Called? Yeah. No word on Extreme Sisters either. Yeah. Hmm. The two no that idea. really look alike have the most toxic relationship I've ever seen. Well, I, that's all of them because they're twins. Yeah, I, so know. I, know, I, I mean, that didn't narrow it down. <laughs> The I ones not that, that sunbathe in the forest naked and hold hands. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and then they one had to get pregnant because the other one was getting pregnant. Yeah, yes, and they're yes. psychic. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, nothing is worse than the Australian ones. We're the same. <laughs> Everything is the same. She had a tooth pulled, so I had my tooth pulled because we're the same. Yeah, it makes me a little nauseous. Like in my stomach, I get that really uncomfortable feeling when I watch Yeah. Them. Yeah, well, hopefully they're coming back to our TV soon, but I we have wait. had no, no, no word of it. No can't word of wait. it from the gods at DLC. All right. I will talk to you later, Kimberly. And everybody, don't forget, if you want to get a ticket to the moment, uh, just click the link and you can get the ticket. That's on December 13th, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Mystery. Okay. On Mistletoe Lane. Mystery. Goodbye. Read by me, Mary Kane, don't necessarily reflect the views of Pink Shade. If you'd like to listen to ad free, you're going to go on over to Supercast or Patreon, and you can find the links to Pink Shade Prime at pinkshadepodcast.com.